right, Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome Christian Television Network to the platform tonight. Welcome everybody, 55 short minutes of fury. Hope that you're ready. Just starting off with some random stories tonight. Should do well on numbers since the NFL decided to put their first ever playoff game on pay-per-view. <laughs> that was, that's new, just for everybody. I mean, the NFL has decided to... To put their playoff game tonight on pay-per-view for the first time in my lifetime. And, of course, since pay-per-view didn't exist prior to my lifetime, this is the first time that the NFL has ever done that. So, interesting. Well, they sold the game to Peacock for millions and millions. I don't want to give you the, the wrong numbers. 21 million, 121 million, something like that. But, anyway, just interesting. So, hopefully we got some NFL people who normally be watching NFL watching what's important, and that's this here tonight. All right, just starting off with some random, random stories. Um, just that I threw together, and it's, of course, as usual, what I'm always talking about here is, number one, the church restraining found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. When you and I see the worldwide cabal, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system, i.e. Revelation 13, 16, 17, 18, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, singular access point, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slaved, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. You and I, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, are supposed to be the restraining. Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he, the church, who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way, the rapture of the church. You and I are not supposed to be complying. I'm not talking about violence. I'm not talking about breaking rudimentary laws of any kind. I'm talking about restraining. I'm talking about, I'm giving praise to somebody who has a tendency to flip-flop, and that's Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. I mean, he's doing legitimate restraining right now in Eagle Pass. He's shut, he is cordoned off, basically, it's Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, but just for simplicity of conversation, I'm going to say Eagle Pass. He's basically cordoned off Eagle Pass without the permission of even the city, which probably is liberal, that's probably part of, the, part of the problem, which is why it's so galactically open. But he has cordoned off access to that area from the federal government. The Customs and Border Patrol, for that's the feds, are not allowed in the area. Greg Abbott has put up, using his own National Guard, the Texas Military Department, has put up razor wire, and they don't want Joe Biden to come in and take it down. So they, he is actually doing the restraining that the church should be doing. Yeah. Aaron just give me. Yeah. Aaron does a lot of yas, <laughs> and that was a big yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Joe. So Greg Abbott, I don't know where he stands spiritually. I know he's like pro-Israel and things like that, but I, I don't know where he stands as far as evangelical Christianity. But he's doing the restraining that church is supposed to be doing, and that church hasn't had the courage to do. They tell you to strap on a mask. They tell you to strap on two masks. Tell you to strap on N95. They tell you to quarantine your healthy family. And what does the church do? Quarantines their healthy family, sends out pics of themselves on Facebook, quarantine day one, quarantine day 73. <laughs> Christ, born again Christians, who Jesus says, and I give you the keys in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, and I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And what does the church do? Quarantine their healthy families, put on mask one, put on mask two, put on the N95, lock down their churches, do Zoom services, all in the name of love. So if the name, if, if, if it's something in the name of love, 
and that name of love is contradictory to Scripture, what is that love? Because God is love. Jesus is the Word. Jesus is God. So the Bible is love. So if you're contradicting the Bible with your love, your love is demonic hatred. Yeah. That's a fact. You know, you, know, we, we, you, know, you have a Taylor Swift version of Christianity. It says, my Jesus tells me to tolerate transgenderism and homosexuality. Okay, that's not the Bible. The Bible does not tolerate transgenderism or homosexuality or heterosexual sexual sin. Any, any lying, cheating, stealing doesn't tolerate any of those things. Idolatry, murder, thievery, covetousness, whatever you, it doesn't tolerate any of those things. So if your Jesus tolerates those things, then your Jesus is not the Bible and Jesus is the word, First uh, John chapter 5, verse 7. There are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. Uh, you notice how it says, it doesn't say Father, Son, Holy Ghost. It says Father, Word, Holy Ghost, because Jesus, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, verse 1. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 14. Jesus is the Word. So if your version of love contradicts the word, it contradicts Jesus. So how in the world could you be loving in Jesus' name? Yeah. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. That's why he had to do that, Psalm 138 too. That's why that's in the Bible. It's for all the, all the fools like Taylor Swift who go out there and say, my Jesus, my Christianity tolerates uh, just abject sin. That's not Christianity. That's actually the Antichrist. And so what you're seeing here, and the reason why I go into all that, is what this podcast is about, is being the 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, chapter two 3 through 8, restraining that we're supposed to be doing, that Greg Abbott's doing for us. You never lock your church down. You never strap on a mask. You never stand six feet apart. You don't take Vax 1, Vax 2, Vax 3, Vax 4, Vax 5, Vax 6, Vax 7. And now they're pushing Vax 8 on the elderly. The ones who have been most, the people don't talk about it enough, who have been the most harmed from the vaccine are the elderly. Yeah. Because they want to lower the earth's population. It's not just the elderly that were most harmed by, by COVID. Those most harmed by the vaccine are the elderly. I have the statistics. I don't have it here tonight. I do have vaccine stuff. But I'm going to start off with these miscellaneous stories because they all have to do with the overall global cabal, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Leverage, force you, over time, force you, limit your options. If they can get you to where you can only shop in one store, then they can stipulate how you enter that store. That's the plan. And you can take that as a symbol for everything else, whether it's healthcare, travel, entertainment, Food, groceries, anything. They want you to have one option and they control your access to that one option. That is the plan. And we're not, we're, we as Christians are not supposed to be weak and feeble. You're supposed to be meek and bold. Yeah. Wise as a serpent, meek as a lamb, but wise as a serpent. What is that vibrating on here? Do you guys hear it vibrating? No. They're vibrating over there. But anyway, that's how we're supposed to be. That, that's, we're supposed to have that combination. We're not, we're, we're not, we're supposed to be 
like a lamb, but also like the Lion of Judah, like Jesus was, Lamb of God and also Lion of Judah. So we're supposed to be that end times restraining. So I'm gonna start off showing, these, showing you these videos, just a, just a few things and the miscellaneous topics, but it's all part of leveraging into a one world commerce system. Start off with end wokeness, end wokeness video. Five new luxury buildings are going up in Brunswick, Maine. They're building these things in Maine to host illegals. All right, play for me, Will. Dozens of people showed up this morning to the grand opening of new apartments at the Brunswick Landing. These units were built specifically to house asylum seekers as they wait to receive their work permits, which can take months. There will be 60 apartments total here serving this purpose. 24 of them are ready now. State government will essentially pay the rent for two years. After that, the buildings will convert to market rate and affordable housing units. Some asylum seekers have already moved in and say this option of transitional housing is much better than living in a hotel or at a shelter. I just wanted to congratulate all the viewers and everybody in the room tonight <laughs> that for two years, we get to pay for this, not only the building of this apartment complex, the house illegals. How's that going for all of you out there paying 2,000 bucks a month in rent? Ask the guys in here, what's your mortgage payment? They're getting it for free because they're illegal. And I just wonder why all Canadians who, who struggle so much to migrate into this country. I have numerous friends throughout the years who have been Canadian who really struggle to get into this country. Democratic Party, if you're liberal, you're a leftard from Canada, understand that your comrades, literal, your comrades in the United States don't want you. I don't know why, because they, you can't stay here as a Canadian. It's, all, it's nearly impossible to get, to get some form of, 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 and I'm, I'm using this in a broad-based term of, of citizenry here. Yeah. Citizenship here. It's basically green cards and everything else. It's very difficult. I don't know why Canadians don't just hop on a boat. Or no, you don't even know how to hop on a boat. Fly from Toronto to Mexico City. <laughs> and then illegally migrate through the southern border. You'll get a notice to appear. And I played it with, with Admiral, Admiral John Kirby, the idiot at the podium from the Biden administration. You'll get a notice to appear. For th 2031, you illegally migrate through the border. They'll use a warrant from your home country to identify you. You're allowed to use warrants as ID, and they'll give you a notice to appear for seven years after you illegally enter this country. Seven years, seven years of just pure asylum. You don't even need to um, put in for asylum. You don't, you don't even need to claim asylum. They give it to you for seven years and then build you Lux this is not this is not a normal apartment complex. This is a five new luxury buildings being paid for by taxpayers and then the rents being paid for for two years for ta by taxpayers. Tell me it's not a global cabal, what Tom? And then again, you'll hear the idiot Christians. Tom, you shouldn't call people. Why not? Jesus called the religious elite of the day whitewashed tombs full of dead man's bones, called them sons of hell. You'll hear the moronic Christians say, well, you know, I want to build a, a bigger table, not a bigger wall. All right, well, first of all, when are they moving into your house? That's number one, until they do, because here's the deal. If you want illegals, if you're going to make, make a big stand on your love and compassion for illegals, then you need to move to Boston because the governor of Massachusetts, or anywhere in Massachusetts, yeah. the governor of Massachusetts is asking all the citizens of Massachusetts, please open your homes for illegals. And I can't wait because, of course, let Massachusetts is a left-hard state. We know that. And there's great people live there. I'm just telling you. Overall, it's a left-hard blue state. I can't wait to see. I'm assuming, I don't know how many millions of people live in Massachusetts, 
let's just say a million people live there. There's got to be there's got to be more than a million. So the so we'll just say I can't wait for the hundreds of thousands of Democrats that I see sign up to have the illegals move into the house because these are Democrats in Maine building luxury buildings at taxpayer expense. Just to remind everybody, we are 34 trillion dollars in debt. And you're always hearing people talking about Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, comes out with this new deal, right? And he's cutting, get this guys, 16 billion, 16 billion with a B. That's that's what you're offering? Wow. Okay, we have <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joe Biden Joe Biden his budget is for 2023 was 6.8 trillion dollars. 6.8 trillion. What do we bring in in taxes between 4 and 5? So at minimum we're going 2 trillion dollars over. Right. We're spending 2 trillion dollars more than we bring in in taxes. Hence the reason why in June of, of June of 2023 we are 31 trillion dollars in debt and currently we are 34 trillion dollars in debt and we are slated to be 35 trillion dollars in debt in April. And we want to talk about building luxury condominiums for illegals and then paying their rent for two years, paying their health care for two years because it takes so long for them to get a job. You know what you do when you're having a, a problem with illegals? Again, illegals finding jobs? Uh, they're illegal. You send them back to their home country. Matter of fact, you don't even send them back to the home country. I, I, we don't need to do that. We don't need to pay that expense. Send them across the Mexico border. Yeah. That's it. Send them back to Mexico because... President of Mexico, in cooperation, because he's in full cooperation and cooperation with the Mexican cartels. He's getting paid from the cartels. Cartels are getting paid. All the Democratic Party, NGOs, the endless uh, symbiote at the southern border are all being paid to cartel all of these illegals across, you know, of course, sex trafficking, child sex trafficking, female child sex trafficking, male child sex trafficking, and massive drug trafficking. The NGOs and the Democratic Party are all are all profiting off of it. They, they, they win at every turn. They think that they're importing voters, and probably at least temporarily are, importing voters and profiting off of it. Because all of those NGOs at the border are Democratic Party-owned and operated NGOs. They're not technically owned by the Democratic Party, but they're owned by the Democratic Party. They're funded like Planned Parenthood by the Democratic Party, and then they fund them to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, and then millions upon tens of millions of dollars goes back to the, to the specific Democrat that funded the NGO via campaign finances. Right. So they, the endless symbiotes of the on the board. So they are all profiting off of it. Now, when you have people that are here illegally, illegal, illegally, it's very simple. You don't need to worry about, well, they're having a hard time finding a job. There's no need to worry about it. Simply take them back to the border they crossed. Yep. Ship them across, and that's the end of it. And again, people will say that's not Christ-like. How is that not Christ-like? Is it Christ-like to be lawful or lawless? Since the Antichrist is called the lawless one, you might want to be the lawful one, Right? And not to mention, everyone needs to, and I know you've heard this at nauseum in this podcast, but it's not like we don't allow a lot of legal immigration to this country via chain migration every year. We allow 1.2, 1.3 million, about the same amount of people that we abort every year on this side of the United States, we allow, to, we, are, we allow to legally migrate, and that's chain migration. So for every one, there's at least another four. So really, it's 5 million per year that we're allowing in, yeah. legally. 
Not to mention, somewhere between 7 and 12 million that Joe Biden has allowed in under his administration. Think about that. 5 million per year under his administration, legally. So that would be 15 million on top of the 12 million. So we're around 26, 27 million people that he's allowed in this country in three years. That's the facts, by the way. Absolute facts. The borders were wide open during COVID. Remember all that? So like, how does this all work together when you are when you are not allowing Americans to travel or be anywhere near each other, but you allow the border to be wide open because it was never about a virus. It never has been about a virus. It's all about getting to the vaccines and the vaccine passports, which set up the infrastructure for CBDC currency and social credit systems. That's all that it's been about. Leveraging you into one world commerce system with a singular access point to all commerce controlled by them. Starts off with QR codes on your devices and ends up with quantum dot tattoos on your forehead or on your right hand. It's not a right-wing conspiracy theory. It's called the book of Revelation. It's called the Bible. All right, so that's first miscellaneous story. On the border, let's go to the next one, Will. Wall Street Silver video. Ford is in the process of filing a patent application. This Ford now. That's why I'll never buy another Ford. For self-driving cars to drive away from their owners <laughs> after a series of mispayments. You're like, this sounds altruistic. Well, we'll play the video, and then we'll talk about it. Play for me, Will. Car payment on time. Ford in the process of a patent application for self-driving cars to drive away from their owners. After a series of missed payments, Ford's proposal will force the car to drive itself to a <laughs> repossession agency. <laughs> Having the car drive away would be a last resort. The patent application shows Ford would first pressure delinquent owners by disabling. Some of the car's features like the air conditioning or having the audio system play unpleasant sounds. Wow. wow. <laughs> All right. See, that's mainstream news now. You heard the lady, even the left hard lady. <laughs> wow. I shouldn't say she's left hard. Maybe she isn't. But the chances are if you're doing the news, you're a left hard. Probably, yeah. So even she, wow. <laughs> you know, because maybe as a left hard, you might want to wake up and see that that could be abused. Yeah. And everyone's going, oh, good. This is what they always do. They usher all of these totalitarian control systems in, whether it's CBDC and just that's central bank digital currency. So there is no gold, there is no dollar. There's central bank digital currency that you access via a device, and we all know that we have been shut off from our devices numerous times. How many times have I been banned from communicating? My church is banned for life off of YouTube. I'm endlessly banned off of Facebook. I'm currently banned off of YouTube. This podcast is. Yeah. So they can just ban you on these too, right? But here they have, so here, the, the Ford is coming up with, Ford is, is, is in the process of filing a patent application for self-driving cars to drive away from you. <laughs> and Aaron put it this way. So you, 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 we all vote November 2024 yeah. for Trump. And we wake up in the morning, our cars are gone. <laughs> <laughs> this can never be abused. They don't ever abuse anything, do they? No. And we're never going to mandate the vaccination until one week later he mandates the vaccination. Right. This could never, this could never be abused. And this is what they ushered all in using words like convenience. We, they, they don't want you to have your money stolen. So they're going to issue you money that they control to keep you from having your money stolen. Because we're all such dunderheads that we need geniuses like Klaus Schwab and Anthony Fauci and geniuses like Kamala Harris, who has to be on cocaine. Has to be, if you ever listen to the woman talk. We need geniuses like this to control access to our money. 
And then they want you to have a carbon credit on it where your account, and everyone's like, oh, goody. You know, but a lot of Christians too, they buy into all this stuff, all this garbage. Because they think, well, it's, it's loving to love the planet. It's loving to care about other people. So they put a carbon credit on your CBDC. And they're like, yeah, it's just, right now, don't worry, it's, it's all voluntary. Man, that's, all they, that's how it always starts. Yeah. Vaccine was voluntary, too. Remember, until they mandated it. The masks were voluntary, too, until you couldn't go in a store without one. So it's always voluntary, right? And then, you know, right now, it's just a carbon credit system. You know, attached, you got some, you had some uh, QR codes in your phone. So every time you swipe that QR code, it assesses how much CO2 has been emitted from the purchase that you're making. So if you buy like a bag of peanuts, somehow this algorithm is going to determine how much CO2 is used for you in the, in the production of that bag of peanuts. And then you get, you get carbon points taken off your, your, your allowance. Yeah. But don't worry, it's only to let you know how, what your carbon footprint is. It's all voluntary. But all the infrastructure is put in place for it not to be voluntary. Yep. And at any moment, they can just make it mandatory. What would stop them? Ever ask yourself this? All the, all the leftards out there that celebrate these things, you're always celebrating when right-wingers get banned on social media, never realizing that you will soon be banned yourself. Because they don't like what I'm saying. Soon you won't be leftard enough. And the thing about being a leftist is there's really no values in it. It's all about power using liberalism. That, there's genuine liberals, free to be a bird or be liberals, and then there's leftards, leftists, who use liberalism to usher in totalitarianism. What's the difference between, like, if you think about it this way, between the transgender movement and Adolf Hitler? Because Adolf Hitler said, you can't say things. And the transgender movement is saying, you will say things. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? Hitler bans you from saying things. And a transgender movement does, and left hard movement does the same thing. Bans you from saying things and forces you to say things. What's the difference? Yeah, but we're embracing transgenderism. Yeah, you're still forcing other people to embrace your beliefs, though. I don't force anybody to be a Christian. Aaron, are we going out on any crusades on the streets, forcing people to become Christians? Nope. Nope, we're not doing it. That's nope. my worship leader, right-hand man at church, right here. We're not forcing anybody. Nope, we're just, you know, we're going to preach the gospel and people make their own decisions. Yeah. And, and you know what? I support everybody's uh, free speech to speak against the gospel. Yeah. Go right ahead. Speak against the gospel. You deal with God on it. He'll judge you. But you know what? You go ahead and speak against the gospel if you want to. You're, you're an American. You have First Amendment rights. So, but Ford is filing a patent to have your car drive away from you. But only, don't worry, it's only for when you miss payments. Not for when you vote incorrectly. Not for when you purchase a firearm and they're all tied in PayPal and CBDCs and social credit systems, which the largest country on the planet is entirely CBDC. And, that, and, they're built, and the reason why, they're, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why they're leveling Ukraine is because Ukraine is almost basically cash, cashless already, and they're, they're laying the infrastructure for a very well-embedded CBDC social credit system Yeah, that's going to be funded by the IMF, the Bill and Hillary Clinton Foundation, J.B. Pritzker's uh, sister or cousin or whatever she was. I think it's sister. I think it was sister. Yeah, yeah. it's sister, I think. Yeah. So they're leveling that so that Ukraine, which is the breadbasket, one of the breadbaskets of Eastern Europe 
Lots of control. That's the point of it all. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Leverage, where it is, single access point. That's it. That's the point of everything. No, they're worried about a viral infection. Viral? Really? You still believe that? They're worried about a viral infection? They all get caught in mass hypocrisy and you still believe it? Downing Street in London, Boris Johnson forcing everyone to wear masks, another mask, N95, forced vaccination, and they're elbow to elbow having a Christmas party in 2020. It's got nothing to do. It's, it's all the, if you notice, it's all the same MO though. Mass, mass totalitarianism ushering in saying we want to save your life. Now they're going to use, they're going to put in some sort of software application in your car so it drives away by itself. <laughs> this is, I didn't get this from right-wing sources. No. I got it from Channel 12 whatever. <laughs> this is absolute fact. Please Google it. This is exactly what Ford is doing. Yeah. So Ford is going to do it for anti-theft device, uh, if you miss payments. But all, if all of these systems are tied in together, which they are, then they can have your car drive off because you bought a firearm. Yep. And then they'll claim, just like they always do, just like Zuckerberg does, just like Jack Dorsey used to do on Twitter, just like PayPal does, and say, oh, you know what? We suspended your account, and it was a mistake. Remember, I can't remember what PayPal stipulations were. They were, they were fining everybody $2,500 for, like, hate speech or yeah. something. Yeah, a, a, a payment platform, you know, it's your money. How do they take your money? Because they're controlling your money. So they took it at will, and they'll take your car at will. Here's an interesting one. Some of you have seen this. A few days old, Dan Bongino covered it, but I just couldn't hesitate to cover it at least a little bit myself. And wokeness video. Canadian police now, they're warning residents. They're not warning criminals. No warning to criminals. No speed. No, no warnings at all. Not putting out a video. Warning criminals. They're warning residents not to post videos of the thugs that steal their packages off their porches. So what do you call those doorbell videos? Like ring, ring what, cameras. Ring, ring, ring cameras. Ring cameras. Yeah. So everybody's got these ring cameras now. And what happens is people come up and steal their packages off their porch. So people post them on social media. Watch out for this guy who stole my stuff. Now the Canadian police are telling them not to do that. Why? Watch the video. Play for me. You cannot post the images yourself because uh, uh, you have to remember that in Canada we have a presumption of innocence. And that posting that picture could be a violation of private life. Instead, he says if anything is stolen, call 911. If you get some proof that somebody might have stolen something, then call the police, give the proof to the police, and then we'll do the, the investigation. We're, we'll bring that person to justice and we'll file some charges. Again, cop here, 25 years, 1992, 2017, right where I'm sitting, Sarasota County, Florida, if you want to check my bona fides. So here's the thing. Now, explain to me the difference. If you guys think of anything over there, please chime in. Okay. Explain to me the difference between the police posting a video of, of criminals committing crimes and you posting a video of criminals committing crimes. Well, how does that affect the presumption of innocence? Can anybody explain that to me, what the difference is? None. So what's the difference between the police getting hold of that video and posting it and you just posting it? And how? And then number two, how does that affect presumption of innocence at all? If there was a package that was there and there's a video of somebody removing the package, <laughs> what's the presumption of innocence anyway? Yeah. And how would that affect their presumption of innocence? As Aaron said, 
It's evidence of a crime. It's nothing to do with presumption of innocence. Here's evidence of a crime. There was a package there, bright, bright pink package. There it was sitting on the porch. And now a guy walks up, white male walks up, walks off with the package. And you post that. White male stole my package. How does that affect his presumption of innocence? No. But again, see, this is a, these, these are police. These are the same police who are, you know, I'm, I'm not saying department or whatever else. But same police mentality in Canada that arrested Archie Pulaski and numerous other Canadian pastors for keeping their churches open. These are totalitarians, and it's weird too. And I know it's a little bit offbeat and a little off subject, but I just have to say, if you ever noticed, you ever noticed the, the uniforms that all these guys are wearing because they're matching? Yeah. I'm telling you, they're matching. We, we need to work on this here, and we need to come up with a little expose on this because I'm telling you, whether it was Australia or Canada, I believe it was both countries, their police are wearing these Darth Vader red and black outfits. Yeah. It's weird. It really is weird. It's like a lot of these dystopian movies were made by prophets. A lot of, a lot of backslidden or non-Christian prophets never, because God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. Like South Park and all those, those and I'm trying to think of the other one that's kind of prophetic too, the cartoon. But uh, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, thank you. And I've never watched one episode of any of them. But it's, it's, it's literally like a bunch of people. For God's look, Thank you. I knew Aaron. <laughs> look at that. I mean, isn't this weird? Because I don't know if that's Canada or Australia. That's Canada. Okay, that's Canada. I'm telling you, look the same in Australia. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a global police force, right out of when Star Wars was good. <laughs> the first three movies. That's it. Star Wars absolutely sucks now. Sucks. But the first, it literally looks like stormtroopers from the first couple of Star Wars. I mean, just in the same motif, all black. I mean, it's kind of weird, isn't it? That they all, they're like that. I know it's this offbeat and off subject a little bit, but it's just weird. Now the police want you to ignore criminality just like they do. They ignore, why do they ignore criminality, whether it's the United States or Canada? Notice they, what criminality they don't ignore is criminality that's not criminality. Like 1-6 protests, they're all after that. But ignoring the very fact in the United States that our murder rate is up 25%. Right. That's ignored. Yep. Felonious crime rate up 40%. They ignore that and make sure that they go arrest somebody. They've got another thousand plus that Matthew Graves, United States attorney, whose wife is a Democratic Party activist, just like he is, but she can be outspoken about it. He can't, but although he totally and completely is, he's going after a thousand or more people that were on the Capitol lawn knowingly trespassing without knowingly trespassing. They didn't know they were trespassing because Ray Epps took down Ray Epps took down the first barrier. Yeah. And then we have the Capitol Police on video taking down the barriers, letting people in. And now those people who the Capitol Police were let in, that the Capitol Police let in, are being charged with knowingly trespassing. They'll go after them, but not after the porch package thief. They'll tell you, we don't, don't do anything about that. They want all their resources to come after right-wingers. Because, again, it's the, it, lawlessness is part of the global cabal. It's like I tell you, there's one agenda, but there's many tactics to the agenda. Flooding our country with third-world immigrants is part of the agenda because those third-world immigrants do not have any heritage connection to the Constitution, so they're very easily globally governed. Lawlessness, they bring in mass lawlessness. All of these Soros prosecutors, whether it's Gascon, 
Uh, in L.A., Krasner in Philadelphia, Kim Fox in St. Louis. I mean, Kim Fox in Chicago. Letitia James in New York. Alvin Bragg in New York. Fannie Willis in Atlanta. You bring in all of these people who will not prosecute felonious crimes. They want rampant lawlessness, so you run to them for a solution. Cause the problem, offer you their solution. Their solution will be 15-minute cities. Yep. Keep you safe. Just going to keep you safe. You will live in your 800-square-foot cubicle with your wife and four kids. You have 57 vaccinations. That's not an exaggeration, by the way. That's exactly what they want. And you will live a very short 50-year life of servitude. Yep. To them. They're not getting vaccinated at all. They're not eating bugs. You're not supposed to eat bugs, by the way. Most bugs are not good for people. You're not supposed to eat bugs. They won't eat the bugs. As I always say, you'll be eating the bug guys while they're eating the ribeyes. It's the way it always works. So they, they're, they're unleashing mass felonious lawlessness on all of us so that we run to them for a solution. They take away our guns so we can't be the solution. Yep. They take away our walls so that we can't be the solution while they have guns and walls. Every advocate to take away your guns. It's like Cori Bush. You remember, remember that? Remember that, that tirade on Capitol Hill? Mm-hmm. That she has to have guns because she's that important. But I want the police to fund it. So you don't even have that. You don't even have that solution. They want to take away the police. So you have nothing close to you to solve any problem. You have to go federal. That's what they want. Let me show you this one. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce. What is this? What is this uh, post? This EE thing. Well, does it have another name? 1776 posted this. I really believe the GOP House is not releasing any more J6 videos because they are afraid the FBI will go after them. Play it for me. Many as 200 agents and informants, not just FBI, but from some of the other uh, agencies as well, got on buses, were driven to the Capitol wearing Trump T-shirts and hats and paraphernalia, MAGA-type paraphernalia, and that they went into the Capitol with the demonstrators or with the protesters or with the rioters. Now, one of the things he points out that he's been a congressman seven years and that he still has a hard time finding his way around the Capitol because many of the offices, and at the time, Nancy Pelosi's office did not have a sign out in front that says Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, or anything like that. It's just a a, a incognito type office and that he he believes that there were individuals in the Capitol at that time disguised as protesters that led the protesters to her office and to other offices that would normally be very difficult to find. And as he put it, he would have a hard time finding them without somebody leading him to the office. So that's where he gets his opinion that somehow there were already law enforcement officers in the Capitol in an undercover capacity, as well as in the crowd of people outside the Capitol and came into the building with them. And then some of them were led to certain spots in the building, again, like Pelosi's office and a few other locations that would be very difficult to find if you just weren't familiar with the Capitol and went into the building on your own. All right, so who is this guy? It's former FBI assistant director, Thomas Fuentes. That's who it is, who's alleging he believes that there was 
FBI assets inside of the Capitol, dressed in Trump gear, which, again, I need to have that video loaded with Aaron at all times so I can play it, between Clay Higgins and Christopher Wray. Did you have, he asked point blank, under oath to Christopher Wray, Clay Higgins, Congressman Clay Higgins out of Louisiana, asked Christopher Wray, did you have FBI assets inside the Capitol prior to the Capitol breach dressed in Trump gear? Yes or no? Can't answer because it's an ongoing investigation. A three, now, when, let's, now, it's January. Today is January, what, 13th, something like that? Yeah, 13th. So today's 13th. So we are three years and a week. Yep. And still an ongoing investigation? Really? Um, and a lot of people are asserting, too, the reason why they don't want to show these videos, and Mike Johnson, who became Speaker of the House, based on promising that he released all the video footage and hasn't released any of the video footage. Yep. It's almost as if Mike Johnson is a Democratic Party shill. And with the budget that he just is that he's pushing forward, he is. Um, but they're led people are alleging the reason why is because it will show FBI assets. As FBI assets committing crimes, like former FBI assistant director Thomas Fuente saying FBI assets, FBI informants, FBI agents inside the Capitol, dressed, dressed up in Trump gear, leading other people to Nancy Pelosi's office while Nancy Pelosi's while Nancy Pelosi's daughter is doing a film documentary right at that very moment. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Pelosi's daughter's husband, her son-in-law, is out on the Capitol lawn doing a documentary. That, and Ray Epps called her office four times prior to the Capitol breach. Weird, isn't it? You know what all those, everything that I just said is? Absolute fact. Absolute fact. And she wasn't called before the J6 committee. Why was Nancy, why was it that you turned down 10,000 National Guard troops, 10 to 30,000 National Guard troops? Why'd you turn them down? Mitch McConnell, why'd you turn them down? Chucky Schumer, why'd you turn them down? Donald Trump offered them to you. Stephen Sund, chief of the Capitol Police, asked for them. Muriel Bowser, D.C. mayor, whose police officers are in the crowd committing crimes as undercover agents, she also turned down ten to 30,000 National Guard troops. Why? Why, will, why would you ever determine it doesn't cost you anything, Muriel Bowser? Certainly doesn't cost the Pelosi anything. Pelosi would probably find a way to invest in it. <laughs> With all of her miracle stock, or all of her miracle uh, stock booms, that miracle stock investment she's made hundreds of millions of dollars off of. So it's just very interesting here. Former FBI Assistant Director Thomas Fuentes making these assertions. Release the videos and disprove them, please. Yep. It's just like everybody doesn't want doesn't want uh, forensic audits of elections. Why not? Why not? I, I'm fine with have five Democrats and five Republicans look at everything. Yeah. You know what they do in Taiwan? I almost put this video on, but Taiwan, they, everything is in France. By the way, got rid of all uh, absentee balloting. Everything's paper ballot, no digital ballots, and that's France. And never, I mean, talk about corrupt with Macron. But in Taiwan, they break out the ballot. They show it to both opposition parties. They call it out. Everybody validates it. Boom. Next. Yeah. And they film it. I don't want people to know how I vote. Then just don't vote then. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't care if people know how I vote. Yeah. You know how I vote? Republican down ticket. Entire thing. Bleep. R, 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 R. Because there's at least a chance of something being done right if they have an R in front of their name. All right, let's do our advertisement. Here is our one and only sponsor. The only sponsor that has the guts to sponsor this podcast is Midas Gold Group. 
We love these guys. Listen, the thing about them is, and I talked to them on the phone, these are, this is not a conservative gold company or a conservative company. This is a MAGA company. Make America Great Again company. This is a Trump company. This is the, he, they believe what he believes. They believe, and he, listen, I'm not saying they're solely for Trump or anything like that, but this is a MAGA company. They're not a conservative company. They're not waffling. They're for real. They believe what you and I believe. And the thing, about, the thing that's important about gold is, is whether or not it can be in your hand. And Midas guarantees that all of their gold is physical. If you open up an IRA and you close the IRA, that you want your gold sent to the house, gold gets sent to the house. You want to just buy gold flat out? It's the first question I asked him. I said, you know what? I'm looking to buy this amount of gold. Can I get it in my hand? Absolutely. That's what we primarily do, Tom. We put physical gold in people's hands now. And with what's going on with the de-dollarization of the globe, basically the devaluing of the USD, you've got to have gold assets. Am I saying that it's the end-all, be-all? No, but it's the closest thing to Mm -hmm. the end-all, be-all. It never loses its value like everything else does. Buy gold, and if you buy it, buy it from Midas Gold Group. The only company that has the guts to sponsor this podcast. And if you buy it from them, tell them that the TLP sent you. All right, let's go to the next thing. Got to show you this video. It's a little lengthy, but here's the thing with it. I want to show you this wide awake media video, in case I forget to say it. This shows you the combo cabal. And like I tell you, it's one agenda. Leverage you into one world commerce system, singular access point, controlled by the leftards in the world, the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist. That's, but there's many tactics to it. COVID's a tactic, tactic, vaccination, vaccine passports, CBDC, social credit systems, climate change, lawlessness, mass migration. That is all to leverage you into a one world commerce system. I could explain each and every one of those tactics. Aaron would tell you, I could go ahead and just do the entire show without any slides. True. Explaining (laughs) those tactics. I'm not going to do that to you right now. But this video, even though it's longer than I like to show, it's about five minutes long. It shows you how they merged two of those tactics together. And that is the climate change tactic to leverage you into a one-world commerce system and the COVID tactic to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. All right, let's play it. Play it for me, Will. We've all had to take action to slow the spread of COVID-19 and to protect our people. And as we continue to fight this virus, we also can't forget that climate change still remains one of the greatest challenges of our time. And in fact, COVID-19 and the climate crisis have a lot in common. The general rule of thumb that I believe everybody should adopt is that if any problem is being presented as a global crisis, then it is a scam. As a global community, we're challenged by urgent and looming crises. Will we work together to save lives, defeat COVID-19? Will we meet the threat of challenging climate the challenging climate we're all feeling, already ravaging every part of our world. That's the idea behind the Build Back Better world. This global pandemic has also created an opportunity to build back better. And climate action is an essential part of that. We can build back better from this pandemic by building back greener. Here we are now with an economy in crisis but with an incredible opportunity, not just to build back to where we were before, but better, stronger, more resilient, and more prepared for the challenges that lie ahead. And there's no more consequential challenge 
that we must meet in the next decade than the on-rushing climate crisis. Right now, all of our countries are dealing with the health and economic impacts of the global pandemic. But as we look to rebuilding from this crisis, we must do so in a way that will build back better for all of our citizens. And that must include an ambitious plan to take strong action against climate change. We want to build back uh, better from the, from the pandemic. And uh, I think that this is the, uh, the right moment there for, uh, for us all uh, to focus on the other great natural challenge about which we've been warned time and time and time again. Uh, we can't ignore it. Uh, the warnings have been even clearer than they were for COVID, and that is the problem of, of climate change. This pandemic has taught us the importance of global cooperation, and we must translate that lesson to how we deal with the climate crisis. This pandemic reminds us of what we can achieve through collaboration. We came together, countries, communities, and neighbors, to work for our collective safety and well-being. That's a lesson we need to apply to the climate crisis. We know now uh, that um, the next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner, and it is the climate crisis. The pattern that we are confronted with is really the fabrication of global crises. Mm. The presentation either of non-existent problems or small local problems as being general global crises. That fabrication followed by the assertion that the only solutions that are permissible are global ones that require a global authority, global control. That is the general pattern that we are up against. The COVID policy response was one of those. Look at what happened to countries like Sweden or Tanzania, who tried to push back against the orthodoxy, the new orthodoxy. And the, the climate crisis, the climate change crisis, is another example where we are told that the biggest threat to the world is this molecule, CO2, and that an increase in the level of this molecule will cause an increase in temperature, and that that temperature increase will be bad for us, and that the only thing we can do is consume fewer fossil fuels, fuels and less energy. That's fitting the pattern exactly. The other, the other things you can observe is instead of presenting science as an ongoing evolving activity, it is presented in terms of static knowledge, mm. consensus. And you see the cancellation and censorship of dissident voices rather than engagement with them. These patterns are proof of a scam. That is what people need to understand. Whenever something is presented as the science, as a consensus, mm. it is a scam. You do not have to go and get engaged in all of the minutia of the scientific principles and the models and the measurements at all. You can know with absolute certainty that you are dealing with a scam when dissent is suppressed. All right, so here we go. So just real quick on this. I just wanted you to see the merging because it is one agenda with many tactics. And just have a, ever, ever, have a left heart explain to you what Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, and Joe Biden said in this video of we're going through this global pandemic and the economy is crashing. The economy never crashed because of COVID. Economy crashed because they closed down businesses for a 99.9% survival virus. That's why, and now they're doing the same thing with CO2, crashing economies to keep a CO2, allegedly, 
Like they try to keep a COVID molecule away from you using a mask to keep a CO2 molecule away from you, of which 0.04% of the atmosphere is, is, is CO2, and, and 3% of that is man-made. Just so you know, of the 0.04% of the atmosphere that's actually CO2, 3% of that allegedly is man-made. And they're trying to keep that CO2 molecule away from me. Why? Why? And Joe, and Joe Biden says things like, the climate disaster's all around us. Where? Where? Tom, I, you, I just went through a climate disaster. We want to call it a climate disaster a year ago, the hurricane. Problem is, is that I've lived, and I, listen, I hate the hurricane came and hit Northport, Florida, where I'm sitting right now. But guess what's been, I've been living in Florida since 1980. So that's what, 44 years? So I've been living here 44 years. You know what I see every year? Hurricanes. <laughs> and I got unlucky and hit me here. Okay, I should have prayed it off like, like, a real, like a real believer. But anyway, Joe Biden, climate, and then they say that's, Joe Biden will say, that's in Kamala Harris, we have to get to the root causes of mass migration. Root, root causes of mass migration. You don't need to, there's one root cause. It's in the White House. That's the root cause. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that's the root cause of yep. mass migration. Yep. 8,000 a month under Donald Trump, 12,000 a day under Joe Biden. 8,000 a month under Trump, 12,000 a day under Joe Biden illegally entering this country. So there's only one cause of mass, mass, mass migration, leftardism, for, the, what the, for what they think is going to benefit them in more than one way. And so you just ever ask them, so you have like Trudeau say, yes, we're having this climate crisis, crisis but it gives us an opportunity to build back better. Explain to me how... COVID is linked with climate. Right. That why COVID would be a, a launching point to launch climate policies. Now, why? How? Explain to me, like, Tom, that makes no sense. How, how could a viral infection have anything to do with launching um, climate hoax mitigations? It doesn't. They just make it up out of thin air in the propagandist media because they don't realize they're destroying themselves by being propagandists, who watches these people? Nobody. They get funded by pharmaceutical companies. That's it. Nobody's watching Jimmy Kimmel. Nobody's watching Jimmy Fallon or Stephen Colbert. Nobody, statistically speaking, is watching those shows. Yep. But somehow they continue to stay be, be funded because it really doesn't cost that much. You get a couple billion dollars. It's like it's like the uh, not for or against Live Golf, but like Live Golf competing with the PGA. The reason why they can is they were given billions of dollars. I mean, you, just, you yeah. don't really even need to make money. That's what's going on with, with these with these propagandists. Because you're going to have a Hitler, you got to have a Goebbels. It's propagandist news media outlets. It's just propaganda. And it's all, again, it's always the same, right? It's for your collective safety. Yeah. We're, we're, all, we're using this, this COVID agenda, our COVID mitigations, our COVID policies, our hyperreaction to a 99.9% .9 survival virus, we're using that to launch into protecting you from CO2 emissions. How, would, how are they connected at all? They aren't. And all for your collective safety. That's why you're going to have CBDC currency. It's so that your money will never be stolen because we'll be controlling your money for your collective safety and for your collective convenience. And, of course, they're predicting the next crisis. And that one will be the climate crisis. And right now they're vacillating. If you notice, they're trying really hard to usher. And I keep not getting to the slide. I've got a whole other expose on COVID and vaccinations and everything else. 
I've got it all, and it's right here in my stack of stuff. But I won't get to it tonight because I've only got four minutes left. But they're doing, they're vacillating back and forth. They try, they try climate, they light all the wildfires, and they still, now after all the wildfires were shown to be fraudulent, that they were actually arsonists that lit the wildfires, not the spontaneous combustion <laughs> that they advocate. Like, like fires start because uh, last year it was 97 degrees here, and this year it's 97.5 degrees. So fires are just igniting. <laughs> Wirefires just ignite. And it was found out that basically every last one of them was a climate hoax arsonist. And now they're still advocating. You watch the commercials now. If you watch way too much Twitter X like I do and, and trying to find all this information, you'll see the climate hoaxers are still out there saying, with the, with the rising temperatures, they're still advocating rising temperatures, even though that, is, that has been disproven. They're still saying that there's less ice, even though we'll show you aerial photos of more ice right. than there's ever been. Yeah, They still will they'll just say whatever that is they need to say because all these low-information people on the left will consume it. But they'll still espouse with the rising temperatures and the wildfires. You mean the wildfires you set? Just like the COVID you produced? You see how it always works? They're saying climate that, that wildfires prove that there's climate change, right? Wildfires prove, prove there's climate change. They lit them. Yep. <laughs> they telling you that you need to wear a mask and then another mask and then an N95 and seven vaccinations for a virus they created. Do you see it? All you Christians that are watching right now and that you cave to these things under the auspices of loving thy neighbor, you're not loving your neighbor. You're loving the Antichrist when you cave into this stuff. You're propagating for the, for the Antichrist. You are an agitprop for the Antichrist. You are a puppet and a stenographer for the Antichrist. Let me show you this stuff. Let me change subject real quick. So I want to show you this in two minutes if I can. How many of you all want to bet that I can? <laughs> all right. Here's our, here's our lawless judicial system, which, again, lawlessness is one of those tactics. Breaking Fannie Willis visited by, I know it's a little old, but I just had to cover it. White House for five hours on February 28th. So Fannie Willis, who is the district attorney for Fulton County, Fulton County, Georgia. Why is she meeting with the White House? Who's she prosecuting? Oh, the White House's chief political opponent. Right. This is patently illegal. It's, I mean, all of these people, there's nothing we can do about it now, so don't get frustrated. Don't be one of those people. Oh, there's nothing we can do. Nobody's ever going to do anything. Yeah, we can't do anything now because we don't own the reins of power. But when we do, Fannie Willis needs to be criminally and feloniously charged with conspiracy for meeting with the White House. Talk about seditious conspiracy. Right. You, you, your MAGA mom with her flagpole with a Gadsden flag on it who knowingly, unknowingly trespassed. They're going after her. But you want to talk about seditious conspiracy where you have a local district attorney meeting with the White House to prosecute Joe Biden's chief political opponent. She met in Biden's White House for five freaking hours on February 28, 2023, one week after recommending charges against Donald Trump. Yesterday, court records revealed that Nathan Wade, Fannie Willis's lover and lead prosecutor... <laughs> met with Biden's White House counsel on May 23rd and November 18th of 2022 before indicting Donald Trump. Fannie Willis, lead prosecutor, billed taxpayers 
$4,000 to talk to Joe Biden's White House counsel for 16 hours. 16 hours about prosecuting. So you have another local prosecutor meeting in the White House for eight hours to prosecute the White House's chief political opponent. Truly amazing. Go to the next one for me, Will. Here's why, here it is. Here, here, this is uh, Fannie Willis meeting at the White House. They admit it. We have all the evidence, and when we are in power, all of these people need to be charged. Go to the next one for me, Will. There it is. Law offices of Nathan Wade meeting with, with Wiles. There's the billed hours right there. Two bills of $2,000. All right, bring it back to me. All right, that's it. 10 seconds to go. Stick around for the post game. It is awesome. Back here Tuesday night, 8.30. Don't miss it. Love you all. God bless you. You need to, like, you know, understand that you're not going to spend all of eternity standing there like a bump on a log. Who's the, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 4? Those who approach him like a child. And some of you, you're just, you're very stoic, and you're actually, it's not that you're stoic, it's that you're prideful. Get those hands in the air and worship God. It's Yahweh. You're not, you're not worshiping me or the church. You're worshiping Yahweh. The almighty God of Israel, who is worthy of an uplifted hand, who is worthy of a shout of joy, he's worthy. enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.